Wants are unlimited, but resources always limited. So, how do you distribute your limited resources between your competing and potentially unlimited wants to achieve a fulfilling outcome for your life? That is what we figure out on The Money Spot. Welcome to The Money Spot, the place where I answer your money questions. I'm your host, Heather Katsonga Woodward, and in this week's episode, Layla asks me about how she can split her money with her partner without them arguing or getting into disagreements. Now, money disputes are one of the biggest reasons that couples fight and even break up. And I'm going to explain how we do it in my relationship, but I've kind of made up a framework for deciding how to allocate money within the relationship to minimize arguments. So I think there's two broad ways you can think about it. Fairness or unity, and I'll take you through each one of them because you can define them in a couple of ways. Um, And I know, of course, in some relationships, everyone just does what they want to do. They decide who pays specific bills. And then outside of that, it's my money. It's your money. No discussion needed. So when I first got with my husband, we weren't married. And when we started living together, he earned his money into his own bank account. I earned my money into my bank account. However, we sat sat down and calculated exactly what our monthly costs would be. We just bought a house together, so the mortgage was going to be the biggest cost. And we roughly calculated what council tax would be, electricity, water, eating out, buying groceries, and came up with a figure of about 2000 So every month we had a joint account because of the mortgage, and it was uh, attached to a cash checking account, a current account. And we each put a th- put £1,000 into that account. Uh, If it looked like we've miscalculated that month, maybe because there was an insurance payment, we both put in a little bit extra, 50-50. And this was a very good way to work because we weren't married. I wasn't sure whether we would get married, uh, although I I thought we would. Um, And if we had to walk away from the relationship because everything had been 50-50, it would be very easy and straightforward to split. So this is my first definition of fairness, basically split it equally. And if you're in a relationship where you're pretty much even Stevens on earnings or you both earn good money. So even if you earn 80K and the other person earns 40K, it's it's still good money. You might decide that, you know what, I want us to split our life equally. But then there's a second definition of fairness and some people work in this way. So in my example, where one partner earns half of the other's partner's income, um, you might decide, okay, each month I will put in double into the bills and you will put in uh, half of what I put in because you earn less. However, if you're not really legally bound to each other, the person paying less might feel like, I don't know, maybe they're not contributing equally to the relationship Or the person that's paying in more might feel the same. So this might work better where you're legally bound by marriage or decision. And in my example, I'll make the numbers easy. So the person paying, I mean, earning 40,000 pounds 
would put 700 in and the person earning double would put in 1,400. Uh, so 2,100 goes into their joint account to pay the bills. And that might work for some people. When we did get married, um, the way we managed our money changed because now we were one unit um, and we still had a joint bank account. Um, however, um, once I stopped, I had my own business for a while. Once I stopped doing that, um, we each subtracted. Once we earned our money into our own bank accounts, we each subtracted an equal amount of pocket money. 250 pounds in our case not that much or you know some people might think 250 pounds i can't live on that but everything else was thrown into our joint account and because i'm the money manager in the relationship i allocate all the money we've put in uh, to our various needs most of our money goes on to three items only which are mortgage savings and school fees um, and that works well because while, while we're growing our wealth and paying off our mortgages, um, it, it's good to have all the money in the pot to manage and think about allocations. Um, another way I've seen this being done is that the earnings of both partners go into exactly the same account. And then out of this account, they the pocket money goes out. So you and your partner earn your money, your salaries are both paid into the same account and then one partner gets their pocket money into a personal account and you get your pocket money. So, you know, um, you, my 250 would be coming from a common account. But there might be good reasons you might want not want to do this. So, for instance, you might want a, a bit of independence and a feeling of control. And once your earnings go into a joint bank account, you might feel a loss of that control um, another benefit that I found when we were recently doing a house renovation is that if you want to get loans, those loans are usually calculated on the basis of the income that the C coming into the account. And there's a maximum loan that you can apply for. Usually it's about 25,000 or 35,000, depending on bank. If you have both got good salaries and both of your good salaries going to the same bank account, that maximum limit that the bank has is, is not going to change. Although I'm sure you can each apply for a loan, the bank in its risk assessment will sort of weight it as coming from the same account. So if you have separate accounts and your good earnings go into each of your own accounts, you have access to two loans at the maximum value of 25K or 35K. Um, and generally, we avoid consumer loans. However, this came in very handy when we were doing a big renovation on the house that we currently live on. So put that into consideration when you're deciding whether to maintain your separate accounts. If there is one partner that does not earn an income at all, this might make it feel a little bit more fair because they don't have to feel any type of way about asking for money, perhaps, because everything's jointly managed. Uh, the personal account is the marriage account. And I, I think there is a value in having this kind of unity. Certainly, Dave Ramsey thinks that when two people get married, there is no I. Everything is managed jointly and together. All decisions, all big decisions are made together. Budgeting should happen together. You essentially, when you get married, relinquish control. However, we're happy with maintaining our own personal bank accounts and getting paid to our own accounts. And uh, we keep an equal amount. 
In fact, usually I let myself have less than I let my husband have for pocket money just so I can maximize on, you know, the budget, the saving, etc. Some of the things that might impact whether you go for fa fairness or unity is if one partner runs a business and they want to be able to pay themselves maybe a small salary so that they can plow as much as possible back into the business, you might say, okay, let's just pay a fair and equal amount into an account where our bills are paid from. Um, and that's about it. So just to recap on the framework, you can either go for being fair in the relationship and contributing equally to bills or because one earns quite a different amount compared to the other partner, you might want to be paying your proportionate share. So fairness can be equality or proportionality. And in terms of unity, if you want to go for the unity model, you can either get your full salary of both of you paid into one account and any money for personal expenditure taken out into individual accounts or individual sub-accounts of this main account. Or you can still be paid into your own uh, salary, into your own bank account and put the money, less your pocket money, into a joint account. I hope this helps and I know everyone does it their own way. I came from a household in which my father, in the beginning of the marriage, pretty much paid most of the big bills. I think my mom earned less. Don't know how they're going to feel about me chatting their business, but I think this works a lot for a lot of families where dad pays school fee fees, most of the household bills. Mom more or less keeps her money for herself and contributes towards the groceries budget. Uh, in some families, mom earns, but her, her money is all hers. Dad contributes to paying for everything because that's how he feels like he is a man. Um, and every model in between. I hope you enjoyed this. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. I have three things that you can do. Firstly, please give me a five-star review in Apple Podcast. It really helps for people to find this podcast. And if I have not earned your five-star rating, please send me a message and let me know how I can earn your five-star review. Secondly, if you've enjoyed this, share it with a friend that you think is going to benefit. And finally, for some of my writing on personal finance, go to kitsonga.com forward slash my books.